Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. I'm Greg Scalzo. He is Ben Brust, and we're excited now to be joined by head coach of the Wisconsin men's basketball program, Coach Greg Gard. Coach, thank you for joining us. Uh, I think kind of unexpected for many of us to see Wisconsin men's basketball pop, pop up in the news yesterday uh, as a secret recording of a meeting uh, that the seniors on your team had with you last year was released to the Wisconsin State Journal. There's a lot to break down, but I, I, I just want to ask you, in your words, what happened to get us to the point where that story released yesterday? Well, I, I wasn't aware of it. Obviously, much like I think everybody in that room that it was recorded. So, um, you know, I found out shortly before it was released. So, um, you know, to um, to say where it came from or how when it, how we got to yesterday, I think is hypothetical because uh, up until that point, no one until late Monday night, uh, I didn't know that any type of recording existed. Nor did I think uh, you know most of the people in that in that room. And that's what I'm obviously your your first thought goes to your players and uh, just the confidentiality and, and privacy of, of those type of meetings, which happen, you know, uh, throughout the course of years in a lot of sports. And uh, so that was my first concern right away is what what the impact was on our or could be on our players. And coach, what do you think led to the point of the seven seniors getting to a point where that conversation needed to happen? Well, I think obviously going through a year that it was it was hard. It was uh, frustrating at times just because of the, the pandemic that we were in. I think the stress that that created uh, exasperated, uh, you know, just from the summer on, just what we had to do and what everybody. Uh, was required to do to walk a season back into place. So, and obviously you have high expectations. You always want to play well, and uh, you know there's there's always been player meetings, player coach meetings since the beginning of time. So, those conversations are always healthy. Um, sometimes they're uncomfortable, but they're always healthy in nature in terms of your your end result of where you get to. Um, so, I, I think that was you know part of it was just a, a mechanism for everybody to get some things off their chest. Um, obviously there's only a very small portion of that meeting that I think, uh, from what I've, I haven't listened to their audio because I was in the meeting. I know what was said, so I have not, uh, listened to it, but, uh, you know, like I said, there's, there's a lot more dialogue and conversation about a variety of topics, um, that also took place within that time for the time frame beyond that. Talk with Coach Greg Gard of the Wisconsin Badgers, my former assistant coach when I used to play for the Wisconsin Badgers. And Coach, the word that keeps coming up in my brain is culture. And in your mind, what does the word culture mean to you right now for the Wisconsin program? How has that evolved over the last six years or so? Well, I think it's it's remained a lot the same in terms of when you were here, Ben, there's a there's a a way you go about your business every day, the way you work, the way you prepare, uh, the way you handle your academic work. Uh, It's all encompassing. I mean, culture is a big word that you can put over the top of a lot of things, but I think that's the, 
um, the type of people that are in the organization. They understand specifically your athletes, your student athletes, the importance of your education and, and getting your degree and all those things. So it's, it's all encompassing in terms of, you know, socially, um, uh, all the things that come with wearing that W and representing the University of Wisconsin. Coach, have you seen a change in the mindset of players and what they're trying to get out of their college experience from the last eight years? Um, I think I think uh, social media has put you know, and it's changed even from when you were a player, Ben. It's become more relevant. I think more. Uh, there's more things that are, you know, more of the experiences are known to the public in terms of, you know, Twitter, uh, those type of things. I think just in the uh, age that we're in, in the social media era, that uh, a lot of those experiences, practices, um, games, uh, those things are maybe when you were playing, we didn't have a camera in the locker room after a game or something like that, those things. Maybe in in certain moments we did, but there's there's more, I think, um, there's more of a, a window into uh, everybody's lives than maybe what there was, you know, 8, 10, 15 years ago. So I think that's one thing that's really changed. Um, obviously, the opportunities to do different things professionally is growing immensely. I think you're seeing the the emergence now or the coming of the uh, name, image, and likeness and what players, how players are going to be able to benefit from that. So college athletics, the landscape of it is changing immensely and it's and there's so many new moving pieces that we're still, you know, finding how they fit and how they're going to be able to be applied in, in today's world is uh, obviously where we're going in, in terms of how things are changing in college athletics. Talking with Wisconsin men's basketball head coach Greg Gard here, Scalzo and Bross across ESPN Wisconsin. Coach, how did you feel when those seven seniors approached you and had this conversation? And did you change it all after the conversation? Well, I think I've always had conversations. You know, I am I'm open to that. I think that, like I said before, that's healthy, that you always have some production to that, whether it's end-of-year meetings, whether it's team meetings with coaches, without coaches. You know, there's been, uh, I think every team probably has had some player-only meetings at times. So those things are always, hopefully, you're productive coming out of that. And I'm always open to listening. I always have been, and uh, think in terms of changing, you're always evolving as a coach. I've, I've changed every year that I've that I've been a coach, even as an assistant. You're always learning and growing and evolving. And if you're not doing that, then you're you're stuck in time. So, I think constantly, always looking for ways to improve. And and some things, you know, the more things change, some things stay the same uh, in terms of you know the importance of fundamentals in the game and those type of things. But I think you're always looking for ways that you can help your your student athletes be better, and uh, and obviously that involves, you know, may, helping our staff be better. So uh, it's always we ask our players to always get better, and and we try to do the same thing ourselves. What specific ways have you changed your approach year by year? I think just how you look at the game. The game has evolved from a from a strategy standpoint. The impact of three, um, you know, and, and those things, and how the evolution of the ball screen. Uh, I don't think it it changes the importance or de-emphasize the importance of playing in the paint. But I think you look at some of that from a strategy standpoint, how you play. 
Um, and I think you're, you always kind of navigate or change your offensive maybe emphasis based on the skill level of your group or what your group is really good at. If you have a really good post player, maybe you do a little bit more with that. If you have a really good guard that can make good decisions off ball screens, maybe you do a little bit of that. And I think you're always looking for better ways and evolving ways to communicate with, with student athletes because that is a forever changing world and everybody is different. How you communicate with player A to, to Z you will never find two that are the same. So, and that's, you know, is the job as a teacher is to find the best way that everybody learns. And, and it obviously changes from player to player. And Coach Guard, you, of those seven seniors, have one of those seniors in Brad Davison coming back. You have a, a group of five-plus freshmen coming into the program and obviously some players coming back from last year. What is your message to them in order to unify the team and to get past the unfortunate leak of a recording? Well, I met with the team yesterday, and I said, how many of you have ever had a a uh, team meeting with your high school teams or we've had you know, we got three transfers that are in and almost every hand in the room went up and, you know, there's, that is normal team meetings and be able to communicate and talk because it's like a family. Um, you know, Ben, you've been part of a locker room, uh, the importance of communication of that, the importance of be able to be open and honest with the, everybody in the room. What's not normal is having it recorded and then having it be made public. That, that really, that, sacred space you know uh, players and athletes have very few safe zones and the locker room was always viewed as a safe zone or a meeting room was viewed as a safe zone so when that um you know that right to privacy and confidentiality that everybody expected gets violated that's that's very shaking so my message was hey just be reassured that this is a safe zone this is a safe zone and and be confident in the people around you that um, what is shared in here can be done in confidence and w- with trust and that this circle of trust cannot be broken. And that's, that was an important thing. And then, hey, keep working like you are because they've had a great 10 days so far. It's an exciting group. They're hungry. They're working their butts off. So keep working what you're doing, what you're doing, and, and, uh, and keep, uh, like I said, your circle of trust very close to you. Coach, how do you get over this? Because the motive behind it seemed like it wasn't directed so much at the players as it was at you. Like, how do you get over this and still have the same element of trust and openness and honesty that you believe is a part of that culture? I've never made my career about me, Greg. It's always been about the people I've tried to help. So this isn't about me. Um, My first concern and my only concern and my continued concern is how does this impact our players, specifically the the young men that were in there? They're not young, but the men that were in that meeting. And they did not deserve that. Um, They entered that room uh, with a sense of uh, confidentiality and a closed-door meeting that was private. And uh, so my concern is with them. Um, and that's where I've really focused my energy. This isn't about me. This is about the young men that were um, had, you know, like I said, a private family meeting um, be made public. And, Coach, is there anything that you would change if you could go back in time? Obviously, hindsight is hindsight, but if you could go back, what would you change? Uh, in terms of the meeting? In, in, in terms of, you know, the seven players wanting to come speak to you about something they all – you know, clearly, I'm still, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm still always open to conversation. Um, do I have to put a Dropbox for everybody's phones? 
for devices at the at the entrance of a meeting room. I, a lot of coaches do that. I've had a lot of coaches reach out to me and you know over the last 24 hours and uh, you know say, hey, we we have a drop box, we have a lock box. Nobody can bring any device into the meetings. Um, and typically, like I said, that's uh, I think everybody entered that as with all of our meetings with a sense of uh, confidentiality and privacy that uh, it was amongst us and it would stay amongst us. Talk with Coach Greg Gard here on Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. Coach, I'm going to switch things up as the city of Milwaukee gears up for Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. What do you think the keys to success of bringing Wisconsin a, a title to the state for the first time since the Green Bay Packers, which I know you love? Well, let's just let's just get through this series, right? Let's take game one with Atlanta serious and which they will. I mean and and uh how they were able to rally and um you know, close out game seven in, in Brooklyn. Uh let's just take it one game at a time and I probably sound like a coach, right, Ben? I mean yeah, but that's what you're saying. Be a fan, that, that, Coach Guard. Be a fan, be a Bucks fan. We gotta get through the Eastern Conference first. I mean that's why you are where you are, is because you're Trey, a coach. Trey Young's a handful. <laughs> Trey Young's a handful, so we gotta we gotta keep Trey Young under wraps. I like it. Coach, with this platform, is there anything else you'd like to say or to talk about or to get across to those who are just kind of reading headlines and, and, and going an inch deep on this story uh, in terms of being a part of the family and the leader of that family? Well, I think the one thing is just, that, like I said before a few times here, just the the uh, empathy that I have for the players that were, like I said, in that uh We've all been in many team meetings. I mean, anybody that's been an athlete, uh, welcome to team sports. It's like a, a family where you're not always going to have a harmonious journey. Seasons are hard. Uh, there's there's peaks and valleys. There's trials and tribulations. COVID, yes, did it add to it? Yes. There's no doubt the stress level was at an all-time high just because of uh, what the pandemic, and we've seen that across our world. I mean, it's not specific to athletics, but I think just the confidentiality and, and the privacy and that trust, that circle of trust that was violated is something that uh, obviously for my players, that's my main concern is that they have that circle of trust reestablished that they're, they're safe in those zones and safe in those areas. And uh, you know, that's, that's just a, a line that doesn't get crossed. You can't cross that line. It's like meeting with your pastor, with your parents, with your spouse, with your counselor, with your doctor. I mean, those are private, personal conversations. And uh, um, like I said, I just feel bad for our players because they did not deserve that. Coach Gard, we'll leave you with this last one. Uh, Is Aaron Rodgers going to start the season as a Green Bay Packer? I'll say yes. Hey, there you go. I like I like the optimism. I mean, he's got no leverage, so it's the it's the easy answer, but the answer that makes the Packers better. Hey, coach, you were the one responsible for uh, Ben Bruss wearing an Aaron Rodgers jersey back in his playing days. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. Yes, that is. NFC yeah. Championship game on the way home from Illinois. Jay Cutler sprained his MCL, and uh, yeah, Caleb Haney game. Yep. I wore a cheese head, and now I'm living here for like for the rest of my life. Coach Guard, we know it's been a tumultuous couple days for you, so we so appreciate the time uh, and your openness to come on here and talk. Uh, we appreciate it, and we hope to talk to you soon. 
Okay, sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys.